0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the sixth episode of the Mount Lockmore podcast presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. I am Pace Meyer my co-host Brandon Russell is beside me here. Brandon uh, when you're hot you're hot and you are hot in, with your NHL picks and I'll tell you what you're uh, you're walking up and down Main Street in Deadwood uh, with fire all, all around you man you are on fire. Uh, wh- what can you say about your NHL picks there?
1: Um, You know when it's good it's good and I'm I assume at some point it's going to get off the rails. So I'm just going to enjoy it while uh, while I can. We'll keep rolling with it. Uh, yeah, Monday, really good day. Went three and one. Um, I want a quick shout out. I love – one of the main reasons I love betting hockey is because, uh, especially on the overs and on puck lines, uh, empty netters are huge. It's the only sport where they're just like, oh, we're just going to take the guy out who defends – the goal and we're going to let you have it for free and twice on monday i uh was the beneficiary of two empty net goals that won me some money in the toronto uh winnipeg game toronto won three to one on an empty netter uh so I cashed the puck line there. Uh, Islanders money line I won. That was an extremely boring game between them and the Bruins. I kind of figured it would be a lot of defense. Uh, one nothing there. Uh, the only one I didn't hit was the over in the Montreal Edmonton game. I wasn't able to watch it because it. I don't get. I don't have the pass, and I don't get any of those Canadian networks. And so I went through and I was like looking at the stats to see what what went wrong, and Connor McDavid had one shot. Let me say that. Connor McDavid had one shot on goal on Monday. What the hell are we doing? Get that man the puck. That's a, one of the best players in the world, and he had one shot on goal. Um, I was floored by that. And then the reigning MVP, Leon Dreisaitl, had three shots, so between the two of them, they had a four shots combined. They're also... I think I read there two for eighteen on the power play so far. They had seven power play opportunities in that game. They capitalized on none of them, and even gave up a shorthanded goal. So to be minus one on seven with seven power plays is horrendous. Uh, and then last game of the night, Arizona Vegas uh, over five and a half. That one hit thanks to an empty netter with like twelve seconds left. to heave. From 200 feet away, so shout out Riley Smith. So yeah, uh, we're just gonna keep it rolling. Uh, hit one last night. We got a couple tonight. I'll keep you guys updated um, on the website for my daily pick.
0: Yeah, for sure. So before we kind of get into our meat of our show, you can find Brandon's uh, daily puck talk on our website, CodaSportsCappers.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Coda Cappers. We also have a Facebook group if uh, you want to start posting. Uh, your picks there uh, or just chat about gambling or chat about uh, what's going on at South Dakota wise gambling wise. Uh, we have a group Facebook group there. You can find us at Coda Cappers on all social media. So Brandon's got his daily puck talk. He is on fire. So jump on his picks uh, right now before uh, he cools off and who knows, maybe he's not going to cool off and that would be uh, a beautiful thing. That'd be cool <laughs> for B Russ there. So. <laughs> Brandon, I just want to kind of mention a couple things uh, while we're on the topic of hot teams uh, in basketball. On Tuesday, you saw Alabama uh, go 23 of 43, three-point range against LSU. Lord, that um, was, yeah, made the I books kind of look like a fool there. They, it was Alabama minus uh, one, one and a half uh, at some spots. They end up beating LSU 105-75 thanks to eight. I
1: saw that they were plus one and a half in some, some Okay, books. plus one,
0: yeah. So kind yeah. of uh, both ways there. But uh at the other day they won 105, 75, eight three pointers from John Petty Jr. and six three pointers from Javon Quinterly. So uh, did you catch any of that game at all? 23 of 43 is pretty insane from downtown.
1: Uh yeah, I was flip, like, I had that on, I had hockey on, I was kind of flipping back and forth, and then they just steamed like they were up 27 to 6 at one point and early in the first half, and I was like, Well, this game's over, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh turn on flip between some hockey games uh last night yeah that was unbelievable 23 three-pointers in game is insane
0: yeah it's nuts and uh, hopefully if you didn't have a bet on the spread hopefully took the over in that one they got 180 points in that one so that's pretty insane brandon just kind of before uh we kind of continue with our show just kind of how do you watch sports on on a daily night you you said you kind of flip between channels you have multiple tvs or, or what's kind of your style there
1: Uh, so depending on what I bet, usually that's the game I'm watching on, uh, the main TV. I'll have my laptop and my phone kind of watching scores and just flipping back and forth, uh, between things, you know, life of a gambler, you always got to keep your (laughs) eye on, (laughs) keep your eye on everything, you know,
0: for sure. And if you want to, Brandon's always tweeting out a bunch of great stuff. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at brust 35 on twitter there also
1: big news in college basketball all right Drake drake is back
0: all right drake the drake
1: Drake bulldogs are back
0: there we go they covering
1: machines
0: yeah they haven't i think they covered every single game is that correct
1: they haven't played. i don't think they've played they haven't played in two weeks yeah i think they're still 11 and 0 against spread
0: yep yep now they're back uh ready to roll after some COVID stuff Mm -hmm. so there we go keep an eye on keep an eye out for, uh, for that, the Drake Bulldogs covering machine. Like Brandon said there also, Brandon, got to give you a shout out. Gave me a nice tip uh, on the Purdue uh, Ohio state game on Tuesday. And uh, you gave me a nice stat there. Unranked teams uh, who were dogs of three to five points versus ranked teams were 11, four and one against the spread. In neutral site games, Purdue was plus four for most of the day. I actually got him at plus five and a half uh, just right before tip off, but uh, they they outright just beat Ohio State 67-65. So thanks for that. That was a great, that was a
1: great game too. That was Shout, awesome out, to shout out to Mush. <laughs> there you go. Mush, The system.
0: Man. The system. Man, that was a Martin, really fun. Martin game. J. Mush. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to give you all the credit, but I think we got to give a little credit to, to Mush there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the Mush system. How'd you do on Monday?
0: Uh, On Monday, I did all right. Um, I went, well, I guess, yeah, you know, all right is all right. But I went uh, Mm -hmm. two and and four, two and three, sorry. Uh, My hockey coin flip, uh, I'll have another hockey coin flip with my Deadwood, uh, my Deadwood uh, hockey coin flip there. The brothel, the brothel coin. uh, It did not win me my first hockey bet. Uh, I had Montreal or had Edmonton minus one Oh five. They lost to uh, Montreal three to one. And then I had UNC Wilmington minus one and a half and they're on my shit list for like the rest of the season because I took them the next day and they were minus three. So I doubled up on them because they're the better team that there's just no, they're the better team and they lost straight up twice to Towson. Uh, so I got beat twice and uh, I'm never, like I said, they're on my shit list. Uh, they got beat no excuses 72. from them. <laughs> they got beat 72 69 on Monday And then, like I said, I doubled up on them on Tuesday. They're three-point favorites, and they lost 78-74 to Towson. So screw them. Um, Maybe I'll be back on them later in the season if I'm looking for something. But uh, I then won the Western Carolina Samford under 162.5. The teams combined for 160 points. So towards the end, I was getting a little nervous there. It was a closer game at the end. Uh, I was hoping no overtime because those are always the worst, worst games. Yeah,
1: overtime's an under killer.
0: Yeah. Man, that so I was getting a little nervous there. So they scored 160, but won that one. And then I took Citadel two uh, against UNC Greensboro. Citadel had kind of been a covering machine. Uh, they hadn't played a lot of games. Uh, they had some games suspended or uh, postponed because of COVID. They ended up losing uh, 87-73. So that was a closer one, uh, but a loss is a loss is a loss. Uh, they uh, got outscored 44 to 33 in the second half. And then Kansas uh, was kind of a late add to our locks, and holy shit. I don't know if you saw that Brandon but Oh Kehan yeah. Sheehan banks an off-balance three-pointer with 1 second left. Uh Kansas ends up losing the game but a great cover to end a, a, a Monday night. Um so it was 77-69 and man, I feel bad for people who had Baylor but I had Kansas so I went to the mountaintop cheering but what a cover. Yeah.
1: Kansas. Shout out shout out to the walk-on hitting the 30-foot banked <laughs> in three. Like he had pump fake two and like went through the guy and like I don't I have no idea how that went in but hey, congrats to you.
0: Hey, a wins a win, right? So, uh, exactly. yeah, that's why gambling is so fun. You could be on the, on the other side of that, have Baylor and just have it ruin your night. And you could be on the other side, have Kansas and, uh, going to bed, uh, a, a happy man there. So that was fun. I also went two and one in my NBA non-locks. I know I gave out some NBA teams that I liked on Monday. Uh, so I went two and one there. They weren't locks, um, but I did go two and one. So congrats to me, but that's how I went on Monday.
1: There you go. Yourself. No, are. We already went over it.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. No. <laughs> Man, I'm slow. It's almost Come end on, of the week. <laughs> I need a beer Come or on. 10, as you can tell. <laughs> so there we go. Brandon's a great duo in this podcast because he's the NHL guy. I've been learning a lot from him. I've been taking some of his picks, been winning money, and uh, I'm going to try and win some money UFC-wise this weekend as there's some big fights on Saturday, Mr. Proper 12, um, so it should be fun. So first we'll go into the NFL talk here. Brandon, you kind of can run that, and you can guys kind of tell us what you like in the UFC fights this Saturday.
1: <laughs> uh, championship uh, Sunday here on uh, in the NFL. First game, we got the Bucks heading to Lambeau. Take on the Packers. Minus three are the Packers over under a set at 51. This one, uh, the old man bowl, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady versus, uh, Aaron Rodgers. We've been, we've been waiting to see this matchup for, I feel like 15 years. Yep. Between these two quarterbacks. We always thought we'd get it when Tom was in New England and, uh, in the Super Bowl, unfortunately, we never got to see that. So we could see forty-three-year-old Tom Brady going up against thirty-six-year-old uh, Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. Uh, these teams did meet earlier in the season. Bucks won thirty-eight to ten, and probably their best game of the season. Teams that won the first matchup of the season are fifty-five and thirty-nine in playoff rematches. Uh, so that's in favor of the Bucks. And then, but Aaron Rodgers in his career at home is 62, 35, and four against the spread. It's pretty good. Um, this one, uh, I do like the Packers. I think that they uh, are just the better team. They got uh, great offense. They can run the ball, they can throw the ball around the field. Uh, it is going to be cold in Lambeau. So I think that, you know, that's going to help out the Packers a lot. This warm team coming up to, Playing the tundra. And then um, in the nightcap, we got the young guns. Josh Allen and the Bills heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs at the moment, minus three over under set at 53 and a half. Uh, Don't really know the status of Patrick Mahomes at this point. Uh, I I think that line is obviously assuming that he's going to play because if he doesn't play, then that's going to flip to the Bills real quick uh bills on the season 12 and 6 against the spread some stats for you here for josh allen as a quarterback as an underdog 14 6 and 2 against the spread on the road he is 13 5 and 2 against the spread and as a road underdog josh allen is 8 2 and 2 against the spread in his career nice. so again like we've been saying for for weeks josh allen is just a covering machine um Chiefs on the season, only seven, and Teddy gets spread. I don't think that they have uh, really – they haven't won a game by more than a touchdown in, like since the middle of the season. I think their last eight games, they've only won by a touchdown or less. Yep. Uh, I don't like the Chiefs in this situation. I think they got exposed last week. Um, I think that the Bills are going to be able to come in and uh, kind of do – do what they want. They'll be able to throw the ball all over the field. Uh, they'll be able to, if they can just, you know, have any semblance of a run game with Josh Allen being able to run the ball and Devin Singletary. I think that uh, Bill's are going to go into Arrowhead and uh, pull this one out. So I actually have one of my picks is a two-team parlay for the, fo- for uh, championship Sunday. I'm going Bill's Packers money line parlay.
0: I like it. I like it. Our first ever parlay uh, yep. on the show here it only took. Someone's got to do it.
1: Someone's got to do it.
0: <laughs> exactly. And B Russ thirty five. He's going to do it. Uh, I like it. I like it. I, again, I hope the Bills come away uh, with this win. Mahomes uh, health wise, it's tough to bet against him. But you know, we could see him sit back and not take as many risks at that quarterback spot with his concussion, and um, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on as well. So it should be two very very good games. Brandon I also got some stats uh, for the first game the Bucks and the Packers. The Bucks uh, have gone on the road, obviously their first two playoff games come come away with a win and uh, they're 4 and 1 against the spread in their last 5 playoff games as underdogs and 5 and 2 against the spread in their last 7 overall. On the other side though, Green Bay is 5 and 1 in their last 6 playoff games and they're 8 and 2 against the spread in their last 10 games in January and 11 and 4 against the spread versus a team with a winning record. In the playoffs, so definitely uh, two solid, good games there. I have two locks, so I'll kind of save those for later, if if that's cool with you, and uh, we can kind of run down those after UFC talk. Big news out of the NFL: an old quarterback is retiring in Phil Rivers. Just uh, any thoughts on that, Brandon?
1: The Raiders faced him twice a year for since 2004. He's beat the hell out of us uh most of my most of my life or as, as long as he's been around um you know i didn't like playing philip rivers because i knew what was going to come uh you know recently the, with the mic'd up stuff he has had some funny uh you know mic'd up uh, scenarios uh, you know talking with different players and his dad gums and his ah shucks <laughs> uh you know i got a quick story uh my dad was in a survivor pool uh, a couple years ago, my dad despises Philip Rivers because of this. He was in a survivor pool. It was down to like the last week. And the week before, there were like five guys left. And they're like, hey, let's split it. And this pool was for like 60 grand or something like that. And everyone's like, yeah, we'll split it. And one guy said no. So they go on to the next week. He takes the Chargers. They were going to Cleveland to play the Browns and they were up like 28 to 3 at halftime and Philip Rivers threw four picks Ooh. in the second half and the Browns came back and got their only win of the 2017 season and it cost my dad uh 6 60 large. So Damn. uh yeah, my dad uh, he's always liked Philip Rivers as a competitor but he can't stand Philip Rivers because because of that. So yeah, um it He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I think that he uh, – there were some great teams that he had in San Diego. Uh Unfortunate – well, I guess not really unfortunate that he didn't get one because that would mean the Chargers would have got one. But, you know, you would have liked to see him get one or two. But, hey, that's the way it goes sometimes. Him and his 17 kids or whatever he has, he's got to take care of all them now.
0: And uh, I was surprised he's not going to play one more year. Heck, you, you you think with those, however many kids he has, he, he needs to continue to play until until he have to carry him out of a coffin on on the field. You know. And I know he's
1: got he's got nine kids. He's got to put through college. Like good yeah. lord, man, it's like, he's phew, good night. That's going to be large large bills there.
0: Yeah, R.I.P. to his wife. R.I.P. to his <laughs> wife. So uh, I did see a comment, uh, a quote of his uh on wednesday when he when he finally said he was going to be gone that he's going to go back and coach some high school football so he's still going to be around football yeah, and i'm sure he's got some in kids. an alabama
1: high school okay because yep. i think he was already coaching there i think it's hoover high if i'm not mistaken okay but uh yeah he was already coaching there and i'm pretty sure he was already the head coach there he's gonna be the full-time head coach
0: okay nice now already got it already got a gig lined up he would love to see yep. it. yep very nice. So, R.I.P. Phil Rivers uh, and his and his dad, uh, Trash Talk. Uh, like Brandon says, his dad is Don Garnets and his uh, mother and Fudgers. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> All time trash talker.
0: All time. That is that is for sure. All right, we'll uh, move into our UFC talk here, Brandon. Again, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be coming to you for some uh, for some knowledge on some UFC. Conor McGregor is back. On Saturday, a late, late yes. fight Saturday night. It should be fun.
1: Yes, sir. We got the return of the double champ, the mystic <laughs> Mac, the notorious Connor McGregor is back. Let's go. He puts asses in the seats. He has uh, fought for 40 seconds since the beginning of 2019. He had the highest uh, pay-per-view buys last year. He fought in January against Donald Cerrone. Whooped his ass in about 40 seconds. Uh and then he's back a year later, you know, because of COVID and things. He wasn't able to fight um, as many fights as he wanted to last year. Uh, real quick, before we get to his fight, I'll run through the main card. We got uh, a woman's strawweight fight between Marina Rodriguez and Amanda Rebus. Amanda Rebus, uh, last time she was out, she's a badass. She uh, got Paige Van Zandt in a submission. Uh, she's sitting at minus three thirty five right now. Uh, I do have a pick for this fight uh, coming up, so I'll save that. Uh, Matt uh, frivola at plus one twenty five going against Atmen Azatar at minus one fifty five in a lightweight fight. Um, no I think there's just gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of really good fights in this card. And then we got Jessica I. Minus 105 going against Joanne Calderwood at minus 117 in a women's flyweight battle. And then the co-main event, Dan Hooker at minus 125 going against Michael Chandler at plus 100. Michael Chandler making his UFC debut, the former Bellator lightweight champ. Uh, If you're familiar with MMA and any of that, Bellator is like the step down from UFC. So it's like going from... Triple A up to the big leagues or the G league up to, you know, the NBA. Uh, Dan Hooker can throw hands. Uh, I think that this is going to be a really good fight. I think Dan Hooker, I'm uh, hoping for a knockout from Dan Hooker. I think he's, he can throw him. He They call him the hangman for a reason. Uh, he's just a dude that just beats people's asses. And then the main event of the evening, we have... The notorious Connor McGregor making his return to the octagon, sitting at a huge favorite, minus 305, going against Dustin Poirier at plus 250. Uh, these guys have fought before. They met at UFC 178 back in 2014. Uh, this was kind of the, the birth of the Mystic Mac. Connor said he was going to knock him out in the first round, and he did so. He beat him down good. Um, again, this McGregor's only fought for 40 seconds since the beginning of 2019. So it's that, you know, rest versus rust. How's he going to look? I've watched interviews. He's a completely different Connor than, uh, he has been in the past. He just looks lean, ready to go. I have another, uh, pick for this fight. So I'll save that one for, uh, here in a few minutes
0: where did your love of ufc uh mma uh kind of come from and have you yourself ever been in a fight
1: um <laughs> no i've never been in a fight i've witnessed uh many of fights uh on high street in morgantown but i've never witnessed a fight i actually i actually remember i was in morgantown for the habib Nurmagomedov Madoff first conor mcgregor fight And the bar was just, like, shoulder-to-shoulder people. And as soon as Conor lost, people just, like, started throwing hands because they were mad. And I was like, dude, like, what are we doing here? But, you know, I started watching UFC way back, um, like, when Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, my favorite fighter growing up, was uh, uh, John Jones. I loved him. I mean, he's kind of become a psychopath, but, you know, um, he was – Growing up, I loved watching him and uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson was another one. Uh, just my uncle kind of got me into it, and it's uh, I've just loved watching it ever since. You could nothing better than watching two guys just sit there and beat beat the hell out of each other.
0: Yeah, there's something about that. Uh, <laughs> just literally throwing hands, just just literally trying to beat somebody to a pulp. It, it's it's an interesting sport. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, Greg Hardy, that's my guy. And, um, (laughs) that's the guy I, I am always watching. I have no idea if he's still, uh, even fighting, uh, professionally, I'm sure he's out on the street somewhere, throwing some hands, but I once was in a fight in high school and it was the oddest thing. I was talking trash to my neighborhood, uh, buddy who we've hung out with, uh, growing up through high school and the dude one day we're playing basketball. And of course I was dominating and he got pissed and, uh, literally punched me like right in the ear. And it was the weirdest fucking thing because I've never like experienced that, and uh, so like I froze when he hit me. I had like no no idea what to do uh, because I'd never been in that situation. But that's the only time uh, that I had been in a fight. So you could say that my record is probably uh, 0-1. Yeah, I can
1: only imagine getting like hit in the face. Like I could never like these dudes get hit in the face repeatedly. Like I get hit once and I'm probably just like, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) I gotta take
0: like the next two months off of work
1: to like recover. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, that's good. Awesome. So Brandon's going to be our UFC guy, and uh, he's had some picks here as we go into our locks for Thursday, January 21, and into uh, the weekend. Brandon, I'll start. Uh, We can kind of just bounce back and forth if that's cool with you. Yeah. My NHL coin flip, my beautiful coin uh, from the great Deadwood brothel back in the day, I'm going to flip. And uh, I'm going this game, Brandon, on Thursday, January 21st. The Devils, plus 150 money line at the Islanders, minus 145 money line. Uh, The heart on the coin will be the home team, the Islanders. And uh, on the other side, we'll have the Devils. The $3 for one screw will be the away team. So uh, the brothel coin, give it a nice little kiss. We're 0-1 on the season. Let's see what we can do here. And we're flipping it, and we're smashing it, and we're taking heads and we are going with the New York Islanders, minus 145 on that money line. So that's my first lock of the day here on Thursday, January 21st.
1: Uh, great pick. Bring <laughs> uh, Like I said last week, Bring <laughs> let's bring back, back brothels. Uh, yes. I had a buddy text me and he was like, oh, dude, that, that line had me rolling. I was like, hey.
0: <laughs> yeah, so and go sometimes listen to 5 the- if you want to know about brothels. And yeah. uh, then you kind of know what we're talking about.
1: Pace went to one. Uh, All right, my first pick for tonight, my only NHL pick uh, of the episode, I've got the Flyers money line, they're going to Boston, Uh, I just like what the Flyers are doing right now, they're kind of, you know, just clicking on all cylinders, uh, coming off a win Uh, the other night, Bruins are kind of struggling right now, they're trying to find their identity, so I'm going to go Flyers money line on the road.
0: I like it. Be on the lookout for Brandon's Puck Talk every day. Like we said earlier in the episode, uh, Codasportscappers.com. He is on the roll so far in this NHL season. My second lock uh, Thursday, January 21st. I have three college basketball locks and an NBA lock. And then, of course, a couple NFL locks. My first one, I am going to a rivalry game. Arizona at Arizona State. Uh, I'm taking Arizona. There we go. Throw it up. Arizona. sun, Sun Devils. Sun Devils. There we go. They, uh, my parents go to Arizona in the winter, been to the Sun Devils uh, arena. It's a phenomenal place. Uh, they have not played very well this year in it. They are one and nine against the spread. Uh, the Sun Devils are this season. So I'm rocking with Arizona minus two and a half in this game should be a fun game.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, throw the records out the door when, uh, when, when these two teams to get together.
0: Yep. That's what I'm worried about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched much of, uh, Arizona State or Arizona this year, I know. I is Remy Martin back. Is he? Yep, yep. I other than that, that's that's literally the only player from either team that I that I know at this point. Hey, that's I, better I, than I, none. like West Virginia hasn't played in like three weeks, so I'm just like kind of zoned out on college basketball at the moment with the uh, hockey being back.
0: Yep, so there we go. I'm taking Arizona minus two and a half, and heck with what with your team, the. The Mountaineers being gone, that's helped you in your uh NHL. I know, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't have to worry about sweat out Mountaineer <laughs> games anymore. Uh, for my second one, I'm going to the first fight in uh, the main card on Saturday night. Uh, Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Ribas. I'm going with under two and a half rounds. Uh, in this fight, I think uh, Amanda Ribas uh, beats her into a pulp, and neither gets her by tko or submission or probably submission um yeah she's just she's a badass she's uh gonna beat you down and then uh under two and a half rounds at plus 175
0: there you go lock it in brandon uh where do you kind of go on fights are you you take favorites do you take rounds over under or kind of where do you find yourself betting for fights
1: Uh, I mean, it just kind of depends. Like I kind of want to take, you know, Connor to win in the first round, but that doesn't really have, that doesn't have a lot of value. He's sitting at like plus 115 to win by TKO in the first round, which is wild to me. Like any other, like just the fight on Saturday, like I'll get into it. I'll get into it in a minute. It's, it's wild to me that, you know, this fight is as lopsided as it is.
0: All right. So we'll hold on uh, with Brandon's uh, insight on the McGregor fight there. I'm going to go to my third lock and my second college basketball game here for Thursday, January 21st. I'm taking the under 147 in the San Jose State, New Mexico game. Two teams uh, that don't have a Mountain West win. So they are very uh, they both struggling on the season. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. Someone is going to get their first Mountain West win. And uh, San Jose State is averaging just uh, over 66 points. New Mexico is averaging just under 64 points. So I can see this going way under the number of 147. So I'm going to take San Jose State, New Mexico, under 147 for my third lock of Thursday, January 21st.
1: That someone has got to give, right? Somebody's got to win. Yep, yep. All right, uh, third pick going to the Mystic Mac versus the Diamond Dustin Poirier. I'm taking McGregor by decision at plus 550 is my lock. I think that McGregor said he's going to knock him out inside 60 seconds. I don't think that's, I mean, he is mystic max. So he, he just predicts these things, but uh, you know, Dustin Poirier is the number two ranked lightweight fighter for a reason. He's no scrub. Um, I mean, everybody is going to tune in to see McGregor beat his ass, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to have a war on our hands It's going to go the full five. Uh And I got McGregor by decision at plus five fifty.
0: I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Brandon, as far as like fights go, is this one going to get a lot of views you think uh, between these two guys?
1: Oh, anytime Conor McGregor is uh, on the card, it's going to do absolute numbers. Like he fought, I washed up Donald Cerrone last year and it had the highest pay-per-view buys of the entire year. And that was in January. And we had big fights throughout the year. Um, Yeah, I think that, you know, he wins this fight, and then uh, there's talks about uh, Habib coming back. Uh, I don't think he's coming back for anybody other than Conor McGregor for a second fight between those two. Um, And I think this one's going to do huge numbers, and I think uh, we're going to go on to get – the fight that we want between uh, the notorious and the Eagle.
0: There we go. Brandon's going to be popping some, uh, well, I guess you don't pop really whiskey, but some proper 12.
1: Nope. Yeah. I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be having me some proper 12 on Saturday night. You best believe it.
0: Just make sure you don't start pouring it too early. Cause else you're not making it to watch the fight.
1: No, I, that happened to me last year. So.
0: <laughs> oh, gotta love it. All right. So there's Brandon's pick on uh, the big, the big, big fight on Saturday night. You got to love it there. He's rolling with a uh, proper 12 man, Mr. McGregor. Uh, my third lock for Thursday, January 21st in college basketball, um, taking Eastern Kentucky minus 15 at home against UT Martin. Yeah, it's a big number. I'm not a super big fan of taking large numbers like that, but uh, Eastern Kentucky, 9, 2 and 1 against the spread this season. UT Martin has lost seven straight and hasn't, and, uh, and has lost all of their seven games by 10 points or more. So I'll lay the points here with uh, Eastern Kentucky at home minus 15.
1: Yeah, again, you like to get into the weeds there in college basketball. <laughs> I don't really like you're betting on Samford and you know yeah. Eastern Kentucky and all these teams. And I'm just oh, if I'm betting basketball, I'm probably sticking to, you know, this. I'm sticking to the mush system. That's that's about it.
0: Yeah, and, and it's also too like one of those things. Like I also want to bet on games that I can watch. Like some yeah, of these teams, exactly. Like, who the hell knows UT Martin, Eastern Kentucky? I don't like. Where's that going to be? ESPN Plus probably. But uh, I, understand, I, I completely understand your, your uh, theory of – or your, your, your thoughts of what, betting on games that, you know, are going to be on ESPN. And- yeah,
1: that's, yeah that's, what, that's usually what I roll with is games that I'm able to, you know, watch.
0: Yep, yep, I like it. And one game we will be able to watch in the NBA on Thursday, January 21st, the Pelicans at Utah. This will be the second time they play this week. Uh, Lon Lonzo balls, second game back after his uh, little injury issues, his lower body injury issues, as I use uh, a hockey term there. And uh, the jazz have won six straight. Uh, I think it's just kind of a letdown spot for Utah. And I'm going to take the Pelicans who have been a very public team this season in the NBA, but I like the Pelicans plus six and a half. Uh, they lost by 16 earlier in the week at Utah. I just think the Pelicans can keep this in the number uh, six and a half against Utah. So I'm going to roll with Lonzo ball and Zion Williamson in this game, no matter how square, uh, this pick might
1: be people love love betting betting the pelicans man that's old zion yep
0: the zion where's brandon where's
1: brandon ingram at i haven't seen anything from him and he just signed like a max extension what the hell is he doing
0: yeah he's got to start picking it up here and uh yeah. it's the williamson show not so much ingram but ingram's getting the, the big money there uh for yeah the obviously
1: obviously it's gonna be the williamson show yeah
0: yeah yeah obviously you don't draft uh, a football player number one it, no. unless he's not for good. no yeah
1: <laughs> all so there right. There we go. Last... Those are my locks. Oh, I got uh, one more.
0: Yep. Brandon, you got yours. And then we
1: still got yep, some I NFL got...
0: Uh, locks to go to.
1: Okay. Yep. My last lock is uh, Packers-Bills Moneyline Parlay. That's my last one. There we go. So I've got some some big time uh, <laughs> locks this week. Uh, that I'm either going to be making a lot of money or uh, <laughs> none at all. <laughs>
0: uh, you can see us on Monday. Uh, might not be bringing the energy, depending how the weekend goes uh, there for Brandon. Yeah. very nice. I have two locks in the NFL. I'm going to roll with green Bay as the favorites at home. Uh, The line opened up at three and a half really hasn't moved all week. It might uh, obviously this coming out on Thursday, you could see a little difference there, but I'm going to try and lock it in at minus three and a half. I like the Packers at home again, uh, the battle of the two old, old quarterbacks in this one, the bucks go on the road for this third straight time. I just think that the Packers uh, can get this win. And I could even see this being a seven-point game, maybe even more. I don't hate waiting to try and maybe get this at three and a half. I'm just worried it might go up to four, uh, minus four for the Packers. So I guess uh, we'll kind of see what happens there. But I'm going to take the Packers three and a half right there on the early game on Sunday. And my other lock in the NFL, the Bills and the Chiefs, I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to go against what my, the fan inside of me wants, I really want the bills to win. Like I I love the bills Um, really have no affiliation with the bills. I just like Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, obviously an old Minnesota Viking. So I hope they win, but I am going to put my money uh, with the best quarterback on, on the field. And I'm going to, I'm going to take, hopefully he, he he plays uh, or we can do anything as possible. Chad Henney can come in and uh, throw the pigskin around, but I like the chiefs here minus three.
1: I. It's probably the smart move. Um, you know the the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I hate them. Uh, can't stand them. Uh, one thing I've been wondering, like I was watching TV, is how the hell is Eric Bieniemy not gotten a head coaching job? Yeah, yet? like what the hell are we doing? Like I get that you know Andy Reid is the offensive guy, but you know Eric Bieniemy needs to have a coaching job just so he can get the hell out of the AFC West.
0: No, I, I absolutely agree. Do you think it's maybe one of those things too where like people are kind of waiting, or maybe he's waiting to make his decision until the Chiefs either get bounced or or, or ultimately win the Super
1: Bowl? I mean, I don't know. We've seen coaches take jobs before and still, yeah. you know, coach in the playoffs. Like they had the bye week to, you know, interview him and stuff. And the Lions are coming in hiring a tight end coach. And yep, yep um I don't know, there's just been some weird weird uh hirings this offseason with like uh you know uh group position coaches and different stuff and eric Bieniemy still sitting out there just waiting to be picked up
0: yeah i agree so uh he, he will be a head coach uh next year I, I i truly believe that if there was odds on that i would hammer uh that he would he's just a great coach and uh, who knows Houston Texans, they're linked to them, but the whole Deshaun Watson situation, uh, you never know what could happen there. Brandon, I got three. I got a quick quick question here before we kind of wrap this up. Uh, I have three teams here. Who do you think Deshaun Watson, or where do you think the value lies with each three team uh, that Deshaun Watson could go to? The Patriots are at plus 700, 49ers plus 1,400, and the Dolphins plus 500.
1: Right away, my gut is telling me the Dolphins. Yep. Um. You know, because they have, they can, you know, make a trade package for uh, them. They can send them back that third round, <laughs> or that first round, that first, that third overall pick, and yep. Tua, and probably have to throw in. I yeah, I don't even know if they'd have to throw anything else. And you give them the third, the f- third overall pick and Tua for Deshaun Watson, you're probably golden, and then the Dolphins just fly up the boards as you know Super Bowl. Uh, odds next year um but i think it'd be interesting to see him in san francisco and i don't want to see him in new england at all like just no part of me wants him with bill belichick because god only knows what bill belichick will be able to do with him
0: yeah it could be 15 more years of uh of what tom brady was doing to everybody in the nfl so I, i like that i think the dolphins offer the best i also think the 49ers at plus 1400 like Put five, ten bucks on it if, if you have it, uh, because mm-hmm. the Niners could give you Garoppolo, right? They could ship yeah. Garoppolo right back to you and you yep. can get a quarterback there. The Patriots, uh, I don't even know who's on their uh roster for quarterbacks, uh, coming into the Ron Hoyer. Yeah, okay, Hoyer. There we go. So you're not going to be shipping him to Houston, uh, no. and into Sean Watson trade. So, um, I don't know if the Patriots are the best value there, but I definitely, like Brandon said, the, the Dolphins and then the 49ers, heck, plus 1400. That's some decent money there. Uh, yeah. Good payout for five, buck, five 10 bucks, five,
1: so bucks. Mm-hmm.
0: Should be interesting to see uh, where he goes um, this off season, if at all anywhere. So Brandon, that's uh, episode six. I did have a little closing thoughts. Uh, Morgan Stanley, uh, if anyone, you are in the financial world, uh, you know who they are, the, the big uh, financial company there. They are predicting 12 new States. Brandon will legalize sports betting in 2021. So that's good news right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have friends back home in Ohio who are mad that, you know, uh, every state surrounding them is uh, have legalized sports betting, but they still got to sit there with their twiddling their thumbs uh, on game day and they're not able to bet. Uh, I think, you know, it'll be nationwide before, before we know it here in the next year or two.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. So, uh, Everybody jump on, follow us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Coda Cappers, uh, sports gambling is going to be legal soon in Deadwood, and it's going to be awesome in South Dakota. So, uh, hop along our journey. It should be fun. Brandon, thanks again. Episode six. And, uh, it's going to be a good weekend. Any closing thoughts before we wrap this one up and head into the weekend?
1: Um, nobody wants to see Tom Brady versus, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, let's go pack. Let's go. Let's go bills, bills, mafia. Um, and, as always, the Mystic Mac, the champ champ, uh the notorious one. Uh let's let's get it. It's gonna be a good weekend. UFC's back. We got the uh, championship games, hockey, basketball, you know. Uh we're getting we're getting into it. We'll be grinding here.
0: It's gonna be a uh, fun weekend of sports, a lot, a lot of stuff going on. You uh hit on all of your locks and uh, the and also, fight. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot of big <laughs> money, a lot of a lot of big money right on there, so it should be a fun weekend. And uh, Monday's episode will be a good one too, just to kind of see our vibe and how everything went over the weekend. So that's always interesting after a big weekend of sports gambling there. So this has been episode six, the Mount Lockmore podcast. Brandon, thanks for joining us as always. Good luck everybody this weekend and uh, let's go win some money.
1: Let's go.